I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Are you serious? Hello, welcome to How to Kill an Hour. My name is Marcus Bronzy. We're about to be joined by our guest, Rick Edwards. Find out what made him say this. What the <laughs> Are you mad? <laughs> Are people doing that? Yeah, man. No. <laughs> no. Yep. But you can't. That doesn't make any... St- no. Absolutely. I'm not having it. <laughs> Before we crack on with that, though, uh, I want to make sure that you hit subscribe and like our podcast. Drop a comment about us. Uh, it really helps us to get to more ears. Thank you very much. Anyway, we're about to be joined by broadcaster, presenter, writer, podcaster, Rick Edwards. This is what happened when he caught up with myself. Uh, Producer Billy does make a small cameo appearance uh, in the How to Kill an Hour studios. It's kind of interesting asking you what you've been up to recently and um, your missus is kind of good at keeping us updated with stuff so I kind of got to ask you how's the DIY going in the bottom floor of your house or the basement of your house it looks like maybe yeah yeah the, 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 to be fair it's less DIY and more pay a geezer to do it um, and <laughs> it's going A quite slowly and B very expensively which I think is just the um, I mean that that's just how it is right <laughs> I, can't, I can't be surprised about that <laughs> if it wasn't going like that then it wouldn't be a real building uh, job right, right. Yeah. right yeah so we are uh, I think we're five months um, over what it should have been. Um, so I've been out of my house now for ten months, which is lovely. <laughs> and uh, and we've just uh, yeah we've just gone through the um, double what was quoted barrier, which is a big big moment actually. I got a few uh, got a few balloons out and streamers. So that's really happy. <laughs> <laughs> like, yes, call up the bank. And, yeah, so I'm going to need to borrow a bit more money. Yeah. How do you feel about that? So what you like getting the whole gaff done? Or are you doing a bit? I of didn't. Gaff? Do you know what? I thought we were just getting a bit of it done, but it turns out we're getting the whole thing done. Uh, and it's just every, it's just, it's such a cliche, isn't it? Just everything they're like, they call up and they're like, hmm, bit of a problem with this. We're probably going to have to, yeah, this is going to have to be replaced. This is going to have to be replaced. This is going to yeah. be replaced. And I'm like, and this is all for, this is all free, is it? And they're like, mm, not really. No, no. So it's, it's happening. But I think within two weeks, we might be back in. I'm quite excited about that. All right, cool. Well, we'll see. In four weeks, I'll, uh, I'll yeah, give you a yeah, shout yeah, and yeah, see yeah, if yeah, you're yeah, any closer to getting in, in the house. Yeah. But at least you've done it all because um, I've got a mate who's forever doing a bit of his house. Yeah. So that when he's finally done his whole house once over, he has to start again at, say, the living room again. Yeah, I think you just have to say, all right, let's get it all done because bit by bit. Also, you just don't want to. It's just a nightmare when there's, when there's people in there just like painting and stuff and you're trying to live. It's horrible. Yeah. Um, that said, we are in a very, very 
um, small flat at the minute. <laughs> uh, I mean, as soon as I leave, uh, every time I can hear Ema just to sort of breathe a sigh of relief. It's like, oh, he's, he's out. Yeah, he's out. There's space to breathe. Yeah. Yeah, I, can, I can sit down now on the one chair. Um, but you, so you write in the book as you're in this sort of makeshift, or when I say not permanent flat, it seems quite permanent for the last 10 months. It's, really, quite, yeah. it's more permanent than I thought it was going to be. Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, I am writing a book. I've only just... I've sort of only just started the book. I should have started it a while ago because I've got to hand the first draft in in uh, nine weeks, which is, you know, it's tight. It's going to be tight. Is that, is that uni pressure that you got on you, bruv? That's yeah, but kind of- do you know what, though? I had assumed that that, that like homework feeling <laughs> would leave when you were an adult. And it doesn't. Everything I ever do still feels like homework. And I just like put it off, put it off, put it off. And then, you know, when it really gets to crunch time, you're like... Ugh. Yeah. then you just start pulling all nighters. That's, yeah. that's how I'm going to write the book. I know it is. It's how I've written the two previous books. Um, it's it's never going to change. So Ever. if the last couple of chapters don't make full sense, it's because you're like 15 Red Bulls in. That's exactly right. 30 yeah. espressos and, in. And I think people, you know, people are fine with that, aren't they? People get it. Like, it's a nightmare. There's too many words. Yeah. So is this another science-ish book? Then, this yeah? is another science-ish book. This one's themed um, quite cheerily around death. Um, so all of the ways that you can die in the films um, and specifically looking at well not only but uh, like existential level threats so things that would just wipe us out totally so it's pretty I mean, it's cheery stuff it's going to be a like, great great gift for a loved one <laughs> I'm saying <laughs> <laughs> so it's all of the ways that we can die yeah. as a human race in a disaster mm-hmm. scenario. Is that what it is? So it's not like yeah. specific sort of... There's a bit of specific, but it's generally... So it's things like, are we going to get wiped out by a viral pandemic? Um, like you see in sort of contagion and things like that. And the answer is, um, worryingly, yeah, maybe. Um, I mean, is it, I'm, I'm going to write more than that, but that's, that's the... I mean, it's a short book, yeah, but yeah, hey, yeah, it does yeah. the job. But I've only got nine weeks to do it, so... <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be yeah. pithy. <laughs> So, yeah, it's that kind of thing and, um, you know, whether we could get knocked out by an asteroid strike like the dinosaurs uh, again, um, yes, possibly, how close we are to nuclear Armageddon, um, which in in fairness, um, nuclear Armageddon gets quite a bad rep, but nuclear Armageddon wouldn't knock us all out. It would reduce the, even if it knocked out 99% of um, of the population of Earth, the sort of 100 million remaining would be all right. We'd keep going. But we're looking at the, the really the big ones where you think actually we couldn't recover from that at all and that would be that would be it. So you're talking Done. proper extinction level events. Extinction level events, yeah, yeah. Really bust the rhymes in it. Yeah. <laughs> so um sick album. So uh, great album. <laughs> dope album. Um so y- like with scientists, I feel like we should wheel it back a bit first because yeah. like we've you said this series and um and this book. So yeah. scientists started off as a podcast, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So a few years ago, uh my mate actually sort of was setting up a kind of podcast platform, built himself a little studio over in East London. Uh, he knew that I wanted to do science stuff and he put me with his mate I'd also met who's a serious science writer, very clever man, doctor of quantum physics, Michael Brooks, um, and said, you two should you two should do something. And we came yeah. up with this idea, did it. And we've done done a lot of episodes now and I love it. Uh, it's really it's really good fun the, the principle it started as um, looking at the science in fiction and now we've broadened it out a bit to the, any any kind of scientific angle on popular culture um, 
which I think works quite well because I'm not sure that people would 100% listen to just a straight science podcast if they weren't super science geeks anyway. Mm. So by giving them something to kind of latch onto, here's a film that you've watched um, or whatever, that, that kind of sucks them in. And actually, a lot of films um, and, and, and books and, uh, and what have you do make people have conversations about science. They just wouldn't necessarily think, oh, we're having a conversation about science now. Like you come out of, you know, Ex Machina or whatever, and you th- and you think to yourself, so was that robot conscious? How would I treat that robot? And these are all like big kind of ethical questions that scientists wrestle with um, in in their field. Um, so yeah, I think it works. It's not really for me to say, but I think it works quite nicely. And we've written, yeah, we wrote a book uh, eighteen months ago that did uh, well, well enough that the publisher has said write another one, um, which is encouraging. Uh, and also, I think that um, it made me realise that publishing is very much. Uh, good news for the publisher um, and not such great news financially for the people who are writing it because I mean I just I've, I've, I've seen nothing really I mean it's like, I just, uh, and this is just like a hobby is it okay cool <laughs> so it's like that record deal you're like oh wow yeah. so 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 that was the revenue and they're like yeah so but when we take away publishing costs yeah uh, my fee uh, there's tax and then there's the uh, advertising that you see the yeah. bottom line you're like oh and you go oh so so oh. hang on I owe you money yeah oh. okay oh well thank um, you for letting me write a book yeah and okay I'll, I'll, I'll write you a check yeah. I'll take the payment plan if that's alright monthly <laughs> thank you very much um, but you are enjoying it though I feel like um, and to be and to be fair the first season to go back to what you said like the first season felt like it was very much about film yeah. and then I feel like you've kind of like you said you've opened things up as you've gone across yeah, these. Yeah, are you, yeah, are you yeah. still going to kind of theme in certain areas then because like the books kind of like you said very yeah, the, the, full of death the, yeah the book is absolutely ram with death um, <laughs> no I think we just all, all we really do like genuinely me and Michael just uh, text each other just shit about like fun science stuff that mm. we've read mm. um, and that kind of gives us the ideas of what we want to talk about on the mm. next podcast and yeah. so we, we look for ways into what we want to talk about via whatever uh, and sometimes I'll be honest it's quite crowbarred uh, so you'll just be like, hmm, what's that really about the film Ants? And you go, yeah, broadly speaking it was, because we wanted to talk about hierarchies. Yeah. Um, but we said the word ant in it a few times, right? So there we yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, I mean, actually, yeah. I think we didn't say it as much as you might imagine. <laughs> <laughs> um, does Michael um, like realise how funny he is sometimes? Because you're like, you know, comedy background, you're a presenter, you, you know, you can throw a few giggles in there, it's funny. Does he realise how funny he is by accident? Like, for example, when you're talking about volcanoes on an yeah. episode uh, a little while back, and then I think it's Dante's Peak. Yeah, yeah, He's talking about a volcano destroying a city, and he said something along the lines like, oh, great job. Yeah, yeah. Good, good, good work. That. Yeah, and you were like, does he realise that he <laughs> says fucking the maddest stuff sometimes? <laughs> a volcano's destroying a city. He's like, yeah, good job, that. Well done, well done. <laughs> he is... Uh, he, I, I will give him some credit and say yes, he is uh, at least aware fifty percent of the time. <laughs> say, but like his fate, honestly, he's quite a um, he's quite a pure scientist, and, and 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 at times I think scientists forget about the um, the kind of the human angle, <laughs> and they're just so when he's talking about a volcano like knocking out a city, he's just like great volcano. Yeah, what oh, a volcano oh, that well is! <laughs> he's like, hold on, Brooksy. <laughs> Um, but also his his absolute favourite thing is um, doing experiments on on babies. He thinks the best the 
like the neatest way of doing an experiment to tell you stuff about humanity is if you had an island isolated island and just dumped a load of babies on it and then you could kind of experiment on them at will and he says this stuff and the first time he said it he definitely wasn't joking and now it's like become a joke but yeah. the first time he said it he was like this that would be a really good idea and i'm like uh-huh <laughs> all right <laughs> he's the sort of guy that does not deserve to win the lottery because that is unlimited funding for his own things yeah 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 and he's gonna be buying up babies because i'm i've got a little island you know call it a holiday got babysitting camps out fucking up so wait, put babies on an island and just do little experiments to see yeah. what happens yeah see what happens bit of fun isn't it bit of yeah, fun bit of a laugh bit of a laugh um, this is a bit of a hard question for you because you I can just hear it in your voice you're having fun when you're making the episodes you really enjoy what you're doing yeah, do you know what yeah, I mean? yeah yeah like what, what are some of the episodes that really stand out to you because I'm going to reel off a few that stand out to me afterwards as well um, but what really so, was like I had fun doing that to, I mean genuinely all of them yeah. but the ones that have really stuck with me I think uh, were The Matrix when we first talked in detail about the simulation argument uh, because I hadn't really, I just I, I I was dimly aware of the simulation argument. This kind of thing that Elon Musk talks about a bit that actually we might just be living in a sophisticated computer simulation, and you kind of just go, that's I mean that's bollocks, isn't it? You just go, I I, I, I sort of I just got a sense that, that isn't true, <laughs> and then you read about it, and it's worryingly compelling. And I got um, you know you just have sort of. Yeah, like an existential crisis. We were just like, oh, God. Yeah, that does seem plausible. Maybe I am. Oh, what's the point? And so yeah, there was a real, like, just sort of quite bleak few weeks when I was just wandering around, just thinking, well, I don't know. I might just be a bit of code. Ugh, what a waste. Um, so that, that hit me pretty hard. Um, but, in, you know, it, in a good way. Also, we did an episode on children and men, um, all about the sort of fertility crisis that, um, that, the, the race is, is facing and um, me and my missus have started talking about kids and I just had a real panic I was like I need to go and get tested I need to go and see what's going on oh, down there yeah. <laughs> yeah. um, and then and then the other one actually that really had the probably the single biggest impact is we did one I thought was just going to be a bit of sort of nonsense on the day of the Triffids talking about you know whether you know plants are smart or not and I mean it's mind-blowing. Like, plants are doing stuff that you just you, you don't know about. Plants uh, apparently can sort of process information um, without a brain. Um, plants have memory. Uh, plants have analogues of all of our senses. Um, they just move very slowly. And so we kind of think that that means that they're just inert sort of, and have no cognitive power at all. Well, that and the fact they don't have a brain. And it's just not true. And I... Uh, uh, I, I just didn't know that. I was, uh, I, I was absolutely, and still am, gobsmacked. And now I look at plants very, very differently. But there's plants who are, who are doing arithmetic. Imagine that, just doing sums. I'm going to be honest. I miss this episode. I'm going to fucking listen to this after yeah, get, the What get, the get, fuck? There get, are plants that are doing sums. Yeah, Give yeah, us yeah. a little so, bit more, please. So, okay. So, if you're, um, imagine you're a plant for a moment, All right. um, and you're getting your food from the sun. And so during the daytime, that, that's all well and good. But you don't really sleep as a plant. So in the nighttime, you need to be able to keep on doing all of your living processes. Um, and therefore, you need some energy. So you have, during the day, you've not used all of the food that you've made from your sunlight. You've stored a bit of starch. Now, it's quite important that when you are then using that stored starch through the night, that you 
don't use it up at the wrong rate because if you use it up too quickly then you're you're going to get to the middle of the night and then have nothing left yeah and if you don't use it up quickly enough then you're going to end up with a surplus and that's no good it's just not efficient and so what you have to do is you have to do a calculation as the plant of what rate do i need to be um using this starch at and the only way you can do that is by saying how much starch do i have and how long until the sun comes up and you and you say you divide the two quantities and that's how you do it and they do it every time if you change so in in like lab conditions if you change the um, the onset of night so you bring night in a bit earlier they will adjust their rate if you bring it in later they'll adjust their rate so they are making that calculation they're not like they're not thinking about it because they don't have a brain but yeah. they are performing that calculation and nailing it every time so to be fair they're doing better than said humans with the brain like as an ex-fat person like mm. I have I still struggle knowing the right, right amount of food to eat now yeah. and not wake up hungry in the middle of the night or eat or if I eat too much we can go the other way I fucking feel like all night long do you know what I mean but a plant can just say yeah a plant, a plant, a plant you know manages its diet very nicely how fat were you? Uh, would you want it the, the the measurement or the um or the in terms of weight or in terms? I of, sort of want it all really. I want to get a good picture. Uh, I was twenty two stone unit, but yeah, I mean you're tall, you're big tall, lad, big lad. So you you carry it all right. Yeah, you know I think that was that was the downfall because I didn't realise until I got to mm. a point of people when I looked at a picture of myself and I was like, okay, I'm looking a bit a bit round there, mate. And then I got on the scales and I was like, whoa, stop spinning. <laughs> like, yeah. Do you know what I mean? And then um, two is. I think that's pretty, that's pretty big. I was pretty, yeah, I wasn't the big. biggest person I liked. No, but, of course um, not. Yeah, man, things like snoring, sleep apnea, and that. And then just, yeah, you know, it's a long story, you know, but kind of chisel, yeah, chisels it off. But, but here you are now, looking great. Looking fantabulous. 10 out of 10. Yeah, biggest you know. guy in the world is, uh, his name's Pedro. And how Sorry big is he? The, he is, I, I don't want to disrespect him. No, it can't be right. The figure I'm, I'm remembering can't be <laughs> right. Actually, <laughs> I want to say he's fifty stone, but you can't be fifty stone, can you? That can't be right. I he's definitely called Pedro. He's in the Guinness Book of. Uh, Shall I have a quick? Yeah, go on, go on. I, 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 have a look. Like it's you know Pedro. He he looks as you expect. Man, wait. There's a nice photo of him uh, playing the guitar. Have you got him? It's not coming up. Internet's it's not playing with me. Uh, Pedro. Pedro. Oh, the world's most obese man is trying to lose weight. Here we go. Juan yeah. Pedro Franco, 33, 93 stone. No, he's not. Well, <laughs> that actually, look, there he is on his guitar. 93 stone. Look at that. Wow. He actually wow. genuinely looks happy there, though. He playing, is happy as Larry. Playing Wonderwall or something. <laughs> with, an ox- with an oxygen tank. Yeah, that's easy. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. Oxygen tags a shame. That's I think that's when you know you've got problems, isn't it? Where you're like, yeah, I man. think I think I'm too fat. I have to have oxygen. I mean, all he's he's enjoyed some good meals. He's enjoyed some good food out there. Shout out to Pedro. Ninety fucking free stone. Do you know what I mean? You're only twenty two. You could have kept on eating. <laughs> Thinking, oh, should have had a large ship. Fuck it, should have carried on. Uh, where are we, science-ish? So, um, oh, yeah, we're just talking about um, yeah, plants. Yeah, plants. plants don't get fat. Plants, there's uh, not going to be a plant uh, called Pedro. No, no. Yeah, it, yeah. And plants aren't going to be playing the guitar. But plants can hear. What? Plants can hear. So if you play, um, there's a couple of nice things, actually. If you play the sound of a caterpillar munching near a plant, it will respond 
in the way that it would if a caterpillar was about to attack it. So it will produce toxins or or make the um, the kind of surface of its leaves less digestible immediately because they can hear it. They've got these little mechanoreceptors. That, I mean, obviously, they're not ears, but they act the same. Um, similarly, uh, if there's a... I can't remember what the flower is, but it, there's a flower that if it hears bees nearby, it starts making its nectar sweeter. So 20% sweeter. It's like, come hither. <laughs> yeah, I've got something for you, Pete. <laughs> um, yeah, they're, they're really amazing. They're, they're, I mean, I, I love it. And, and also, there's um, there's carnivorous plants, obviously, which are cool. And there's a yeah. um, there's big old pitcher plant that... Um, well, this is what Ema tweeted about the other day. Can eat rats. That Don't is, expect that, do you? So a plant can actually eat rats out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's impressive. That's yeah, very impressive, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you want to hear more of that, obviously check out check out the podcast. Check uh, out the podcast. Check out the book. Check yeah. out the book as well. Um, that is really fucking throwing me because I feel like the only thing that we have over plants is a little bit of speed. So if they can move a bit quicker, if there's some sort of random freak accident where there is a really quick plant, yeah, yeah. day of the triffids. Triffids, exactly. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and there's a meteorite that blinds us all. We're actually finished. Yeah. I mean, I think, to be honest, if there's a meteorite that blinds us all, we've got problems, whatever. <laughs> but if that happens, at the, I mean, it is on, it, it's a real coincidence, an unfortunate coincidence, that when the triffids are roaming around, yeah. we're also all blind. <laughs> Do you, are you aware that you've become that guy at the dinner table now that just fires out I can, millions? I, of, you can I do this all to, night. Yeah, yeah, I could. I have to try not to because I think it, it's it's annoying. Isn't it? it's nah, man. Nah, there's nothing worse at the dinner table than someone talking shit about the same shit. But I feel like you've got loads got, of facts. I've got you a can diversity just fire them out. Of shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. You've got. An, I've got all sorts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want? Yeah, what do you want? <laughs> just I've got opening up the coat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got an armory, mate. What do you want? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, anything that you can't talk that you couldn't talk about on the pod um, anything that you brought to the table and you were just like they were like no no Actually, we can't do this or are they pretty liberal the, with you? the only the only thing that <laughs> that has been uh, shelved and I think probably correctly is we thought it'd be funny to do a special on incest and release it on Valentine's Day <laughs> which I think is like that's good oh, that's wait, good April oh, wait April yeah, Fool's that would have been yeah. great man and, uh, uh, and, but uh, yeah we, uh, to be honest we we want we were going to do it and we just couldn't get um, enough incest yeah, there wasn't enough there incest there wasn't enough incest out there Such a, it's a crying shame we, we couldn't get an expert to talk to us so I mean we tried I mean yeah, yeah. we really did yeah um but no, so we didn't do that. And that's the only one I can think of that we haven't managed to. Should have just uh, given the royal family a shout. Pull off. Yeah, they're <laughs> yeah. well into it, aren't they? They love yeah. it. Yeah, would have been. I don't uh, know if they're so big on podcasts. You no. can only ask, can't you? No, do numbers, though. Do really well. Oh, yeah. Imagine really that. Good. Yeah. Good old Lizzie on a pod. Interesting. Funny image, isn't it? I think she might be what, good. What, the value. incest or of. Well, both. Both. Yeah. That combined Liz. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's well, something, isn't it? Yeah, it has happened. Um, I'd love a special on X Men. I'd love to see some more or hear some more human mutation. That would be good for me. We've got a um, we've got a Wolverine coming up actually. Yeah, Fuck we're going to do a Wolverine. I think uh, come out in a couple of weeks. Yeah, can you give just me a started, little bit of a? Just started reading about it. Do you know what? No, because I haven't I haven't read enough. I couldn't give you any, but. I think it'll be worth the wait. I think it's going to be a good. Okay. It's just all about you know rapid regeneration. Don't think we're going to be putting adamantium in our uh, into our skeletons <laughs> just yet. Sorry, <laughs> but rapid regeneration, yeah. sure. That's impressive, and I think that there's 
a lot of humans out there that can do really impressive things and I'm not just talking about the Yuri Gellers that are you know fake bending forks or real mm. bending forks however you feel about it but there's humans out there that can that have mutated and can do some real interesting things right absolutely absolutely and I think that the the question is whether you uh, agree with the idea of trying to breed in those mutations that we feel are beneficial and this is you know one of the I'd say one of the biggest challenges that science faces at the moment is we are getting to a point which we were never at before where our ability to manipulate genetic material is getting to be good enough that we can start selecting traits. Nothing nothing too interesting at the moment because it's too complicated um, and controlled by too many genes we don't quite understand how they're all interacting. But with the current technology and the the use of kind of machine learning and AI, we will get to a point, I'm fairly certain we will get to a point where you can sort of, you can certainly be going to your doctor and having a conversation about the sort of characteristics you'd like to see in your child. And that's a pretty big deal because it just opens up. I mean, it, it's kind of a nightmarish scenario, I think, because um, I think you know people would go for that and they probably shouldn't because it feels like it's going to give you because first of all obviously that is only going to be available to rich people <laughs> yeah yeah and so you're going to see sort of entrenched inequality as yeah. rich people are making their offspring like yeah. superhuman yeah. i mean it's horrible it's, uh, yeah but it, it's and quite Ru- possibly russia's olympic teams as well yeah i mean they barely need the help do they i mean <laughs> yeah, but if, if you combine the power of gene mutation and all the steads from you might you end watched, up with a wolverine <laughs> have you watched icarus yes yes i have and um, oh man I actually listened to the episode uh, on scientists this morning at the gym. Uh, good motivation at the gym, actually. Yeah, thinking, yeah, yeah. You know, if I'm struggling with this, it's because I'm doing it the clean way. Yeah. Right? I mean, I'm doing it the legit <laughs> way. That's why. Um, what a nuts doc like. I, I've never seen a doc like that. And it's the, the guy who's made it has lucked out in the most extraordinary way. Because initially, you're like, yeah, fine. I, I'm, I'm mildly interested in whether EPO is going to help you be better at cycling. And then, but the result was no, not really. But then, coincidentally, you get to be mates with the main and like probably the best character I've seen in any documentary <laughs> for starters. But the main drugs yeah. guy Oops. in Russia, yeah. running their doping, and the, and he's sort of quite cool about talking to. You. He's so cash. I mean, without throwing out too much, because I think it's definitely, uh, like you said, it's a doc I reckon could have been shelved. If it didn't take that turn, yeah, it would have yeah, just I, been a straight to, yeah. I don't know, Net- the depths Netflix of the internet. Netflix aren't buying that, are they? Yeah, yeah. You're getting one, you may be getting a screening at your mate's film festival and then you're out. <laughs> yeah, more like a screening at your house. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, one of those yeah, ones, yeah. ones you whip out at Christmas, everyone's like, oh, God, not don't, don't, again. not Icarus. Oh, Dad, please. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, um, that's, I suppose, as humans, we've, being genetically modifying creatures all the time that dogs mm. like I look at some dogs now mm-hmm. and I just feel sorry for some breeds of dogs because we bred the shit out of them they can't see properly yeah. they can't breathe and we do that for fun like yeah, yeah, there's yeah, no yeah, other yeah. reason these aren't dogs that are hunting for us they're not rounding up sheep they're just fucking for fun I honestly I, I hate that stuff like I just I can't believe that we think it's sort of alright like people no one talks about it everyone's just like cool dog breeding is cool yeah yeah look, look at that funny looking dog oh that dog can barely breathe yeah <laughs> isn't it cute, isn't it cute? like yeah. what are you talking about this is sick yeah yeah I'm really really not into it yeah 
at I, all. I reckon if it's Imagine. out there and available for us, yeah. we're, we're going to start doing it. Yes, yeah, I think we probably will. Yeah, yeah a little bit of CRISPR. That's yeah, what it is. that's uh, where CRISPR's. they basically can uh, cut up DNA. Really, like you know, they, they don't go in with scissors, like, but they can no, but use the, chemicals to cut yeah. DNA yeah. really well. And like, then, in, yeah, so you can you can extract a a gene, you can put in a gene, you can alter a gene. Soon we're going to be to a point where we can. So it used to be that we thought that your genome was the be all and the end all. So that's the thing that that governs everything about you, and that's half true. But actually, it's more your thing called your epigenome mm. because all of your genes can kind of be turned on or off and so controlling that is really the will be the ultimate goal probably um and we will be able to do that i think um so happy days <laughs> <laughs> freaks everywhere in so look, i'm looking forward to that x-men episode mate and, and by the way it's quite apparent to me now that you guys really get stuck in read around and write like mm. this isn't a podcast where they're just here's your script read it out because you've got a nice voice crack no up. no um i don't think it would work uh or it would just be i think it would be a very different thing like the mm. my favorite element of the podcast almost apart from the actual recording of it is just i spend a day and i read everything i can about a subject and i'm a geek you know that that's that's, that's the truth of it i mm. love it um and i read more than i need to because i'm just i just get into it yeah and you, uh, it also comes across that you're someone who's quite good at explaining complicated shit, which is what, what you know, if I'm, if I'm going to tell somebody what you do on a podcast, you take an idea in a film that's very simplified, let us know how complex it is, yeah. and then kind of tell us the truth about it, but then re-simplify it for the everyday person, do you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 that, that's, the, that's the aim. I mean, I, as someone who loves science, I get a bit vexed that there's not much science content out there that I enjoy. Oh, so, sorry, that's not true. There's not much on telly. There's very little science TV that I think is any good. I think it's often either sort of patronising or just dull. And I'm like, how are you making this stuff dull? This stuff is so cool and <laughs> so like weird and mad. Um, and yet you're you're managing to strip all the life out of it. Um, and so you know what we're trying to do. And, and actually, there's lots of people who do a great job of science stuff on youtube like youtube's where I've, it's the only place really where i watch science content apart from other podcasts um but tv no they just don't they just don't get it right for for whatever reason um and so we're really enthusiastic about trying to um we're just trying to people trying to make people love science in the way that we love science which is just that thing of like oh what that's mental mm. and then talking about it sick do you reckon uh, there's legs for a tv show on that one I don't know really because I don't know where you'd I don't know where you put it. Also, it's probably a nightmare for um, clips, isn't it? Paying yeah. film companies money yeah. Yeah. for us to then slightly mug them off. Like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then loads of fucking CGI to explain the complex yeah, stuff yeah. that actually happens that you made up half of the film around as well. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I think it feels like it's an expensive proposition. Yeah. All right, we'll bin that then. Yeah. I was looking for my ten percent. Yeah, of course I mean, you were. Yeah. you're a businessman. <laughs> yeah, of course. Got to get mad, man. Yeah. 
If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. <laughs> um, so, yeah, like I said, you explain stuff real well. So I watched a TEDx talk as well where you kind of spoke about young people, vo- well, young uh, people yeah. not voting, should we mm-hmm, say, mm-hmm. which was um, a few years back now, but it still kind of resonates today more than ever. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I... I it sort of honestly it just makes me feel quite sad all all of it um i I got really uh very into the youth engagement in politics or rather the lack of it yeah because i was doing a a politics show for the for the bbc um effectively question time for for young people um and in the course of that you know you just start you know and i've never been that politically engaged i've always been like my it wasn't the kind of thing that i was chatting about with my friends particularly you know, when i was a when i was a kid my mum and dad not really either it just sort of passed me passed me by i was kind of new a bit um but for doing this show obviously i started to um you know ab- absorb a lot more and the main thing i realized is that um young people were just getting a really rough deal and the reason they were getting a rough deal is because they're not not voting um and so then i started trying to think about why that was and what potential solutions would be which is why i did the 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 tedx to sort of present some ideas that that might help and then i wrote a i wrote a book that was kind of a um like a call to arms really to young people just say look this is why actually it'd be better if you did vote because otherwise you're going to get screwed over which is what's happening um and here's as much information um set out in a simple way so you can make a decision like I, i've got no interest in telling people how to vote because there's plenty of people out there who do that 
that's 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 not me also i don't affiliate strongly with any particular party anyway um so you know i've always tried to be quite neutral um and just say look make your own mind up but the thing that i realized when i was talking to kids about it and kids who who weren't engaged at all their their thing was not we can't be bothered it was just well i don't really know i don't really know anything about this like we don't really get taught it in schools so where do you find this information and that that's actually why i wrote the book i was like it's true i don't know i didn't have an answer to that i didn't know where you could go because obviously if you go online I mean, it's just a fuck fest out there. Like, there's, you can't, like, how do you know what to trust? How do you know what's true? Like, particularly now. Um, so I was trying to, you know, do my, do the best job I could of just setting out the kind of basics um, and where the parties kind of stood, which, to be honest, was easier then than it is now. I mean, now it's such a mess. Yeah. Isn't it interesting that at school there are no lessons on some of the most important knowledge that you require as an yeah. adult moving through life? So yeah. not just politics, we're talking about, well, this is related to taxes, you know, business, finance. These things are just not delivered at all if they are in just such a small portion, such small portions. It's just, yeah, what's and the it's, point? It's always delivered in a way that feels like a sort of afterthought as well. And, and you get the sense when you're in those lessons that it isn't important that yeah. people are just like oh this doesn't matter it's not an exam in this so it doesn't matter yeah, then yeah. it's not given the, you know, the the weight that it deserves I think particularly now actually as you say about taxes because so many people are going into freelance work and so you're going, you're going to have to do your own taxes yeah. it's a nightmare navigating yeah. that stuff like people should just be taught about it mm-hmm. um, like yeah. I, I know lots of people who've been really stung not because they've been trying to like avoid tax but they just don't really quite understood what they're into um and yeah it doesn't get doesn't get touched on i don't think in schools yes yeah, it's, it's it's insane so yeah man i appreciate somebody out there that's kind of just trying to add like you said you're just trying to add a layer of knowledge or like make it accessible in some sort of way and is, is your book is it none of the above is that yeah exactly that's it yeah yeah and yeah. because no, you know one of the things i said in the tedx talk is actually it would be very useful i think if you had a, a none of the above box on the ballot paper so that you could say look I'm engaging with the political process. I just don't feel represented by any of these people mm-hmm. because the problem with not voting is, and lots of people don't vote for all sorts of reasons, but you do just get written off as not caring because it's easy for politicians to do that. So if they look and say, oh, only 45% of young people or whatever, but to vote 55% of them can't be asked. They don't care. Now, in, in my sort of anecdotal experience and, and actually if you look at studies that isn't true but it's very easy to say and it kind of sounds plausible as well you're like well if they can't be bothered to vote then we don't really need to worry about them do we um whereas if you've got a large number of people in there who are just thinking well i can't vote for any of these clowns and you give them an option to express that i think it would be i think it would be really useful and also i would think about you know compulsory voting um and if you were introducing that, then you have to give people the option not to. You can't force people to vote for one of those people on offer. Yeah, are there countries where there is compulsory voting? Yeah, there? yeah, there's quite a few actually. Yeah, yeah. Um, and there's kind of you know, there's mixed mixed feedback on on what that does in terms of political engagement. Um, but generally, you do see obviously a surge in turnout. Um, and as soon as you've got people, I, I think it's you know voting's a habitual thing. If you vote the first time that you're able to vote you are much more likely to then continue voting so what i would do 
you know, and it's certainly not up to me, <laughs> is I would uh, I'd just have compulsory voting for the first time that you can vote. And then after that, it's, it's up to you. But I think that would give you enough of a kickstart. And also for young people, um, deal as well, you, yeah. you just, uh, you, you go from being a block that is quite insignificant to being a significant block. And therefore, politicians just have to heed your needs a bit more. They just have to pay a bit more attention. Yeah, they'd be rallying schools, wouldn't they, if it was like... Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. fuck, you know. That's very interesting. So what I like about chatting with you, though, is the fact that I can go from that and just say the words Fatberg, yeah. autopsy, just say, hey, <laughs> switch that shit up. Um, I think it's like, I it's feel like what it's... what I call Pedro. <laughs> ah, Fatberg. <laughs> Play us another tune, ding, mate. Ding, 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 ding. Play that tune. Fatberg, Fatberg. Um, he loves it. He does love it. He does. He fuck love looks, it. Like, looks like that's, that's not. A, that's a tear of joy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's. I, I feel like. You know, correct me if I'm wrong. Do you switch this up so that you know? Because I feel like if we did go in that, if you did go in that direction with everything you did. Yeah. It can be quite depressing, right? So when something comes along like Fatberg autopsy, yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that yeah, lands yeah. on your desk. Yeah, and you just think, I mean, this is insane. Of course I want to do this. Yeah. And, and it was, <laughs> it was, it was exactly what it was, insane. I think it was quite, um, it was quite fun, <laughs> sort of sobering. And absolutely, I think it's the only time I've, it was twice actually I've nearly vomited on, on television. Once in the sewer where I just sort of uh, stood on a bit of... Um, there's like the, the crust. There's a kind of fatty crust on, in the sewer. And the guy's like, don't stand on that. And they're like, go on. And I just went through. And the, and the fumes just sort of pour up. And I mean, I've never, my God, it, it kind of, it puts like Portaloos at a festival to shame. Like this is, this is kicking up something like you would not believe. Um, so th- that was that was grim. The other time I knew Volte on telly was when, for some reason, someone liquidised a roast dinner and made me drink it in front of Katy Perry. And uh, you sort of think liquidised roast dinner should be fine. I think that sounds like a it's not good thing, no? No, absolutely vile. Like, really like, hard to explain, because that's just what's happening in my mouth, right? Yeah. I'm, I'm just slowly liquidising and then... Yeah. But, oh. Jesus. I mean, it didn't help that Casey Perry was just sort of looking at me like, <laughs> why is he doing that? And I didn't have an answer. Yeah. And I can't remember why I was. Um, was that closer to the T4 days then, yeah? That was firmly in the T4 days, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you just find yourself doing some very weird shit. Yeah. Um, so from doing weird shit to stepping yeah, on in, big crusts yeah. of shit. I mean, you look a bit nauseous just mentioning that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was um, it was, it, it was was an eye-opener and, uh, and, a, and a nose damager. <laughs> Um, a- absolutely vile, but also a genuinely big problem. Like, because when I first um, started talking to people about it, um, they were like, "Oh, which you see so you doing that big um, Whitechapel fatberg, the one that got all of the the press?" And I was like, "No, I think actually it's another one. I think there's another one that, down by the South Bank we're doing." And it was. And then you talk to the guys who are down the sewers trying to get rid of this stuff, and they're like. Oh yeah, I mean, there's fatbergs everywhere. Like, there's not like there's there's huge ones all over London in 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 pretty much every major city, uh, and we can't <laughs> we can't we just can't get through them quickly enough. Like, I was with them for like the entire night, so they start about ten and finish at sort of four or five or something, and they are hacking away like. With like, just down there, just wearing some goggles. One guy got some in his eye. I was just like, oh, mate. Fuck. 
wear your goggles. He was <laughs> what, he was down there with no like no. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why. I mean, he's he's an idiot. No, to be honest, but surely yeah. he's, you you have to go and get a full set of yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. broad spectrum antibodies in your eye. And yeah, yeah. Him. I mean, they're they're like you know they're washing it all out and he's taking this. I mean, horrible Fuck. business. But um, but they, yeah, they're, they're they're just hacking away at this solid, um, well, sort of fecal detritus, and uh, and they in that sort of six hours they got through about it was about three meters, and this thing's. Maybe like a kilometre long, and there's loads of them, and you just can't. <laughs> it's grim. It's really grim. So just 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 to clear this up, in case the listener isn't aware of, of where fat birds come from, like what what creates what, what, what there is a few things. But what's what, you know what a few of the things what, that create the, the, this the disgusting fat. The bird? main thing is uh, is wet wipes actually. Mm. So wet wipes don't don't break down in the sewers. Um, or some do, uh, but most don't, um, and they uh, and they just sort of accumulate waste on them. So it's kind of fat and oil. Like cooking oil is a real problem as well. Um, like pouring, like if you've just done a bit of frying in your pan, then pouring that little bit of oil, that's not helping matters. And it all kind of slowly solidifies and then just blocks the sewer. Um, and they're huge. Like they, like I say, they can be. You know the length of like five double-decker buses, big, big old units. And when and they don't actually smell as bad, the the actual fatbergs don't smell as bad as you think they're going to. Because this is what I wanted to ask you. Because like, there's points when you there's the you you take it and you break it down basically mm-hmm. on camera and you're going mm-hmm. through it. And there's points when you're like wearing all of the like you know the has hazmat yeah, suit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Looking sick, mark- right? Brother Carlo, yeah, look, looking you. very uh, breaking Thank bad there. Thank very you. good. Uh, we're gonna cook, bitch. Uh, yeah. but, like. <laughs> You're breaking it up and you hold. There's like a picture of you, like holding a piece of fat. I'm, I call it fat shit, fatberg. Yeah. And you're not. You've not got a mask on. And I'm like, has he just? Has his nose just stopped working because it's, there's so much shit around you? Do you the, become desensitized? What is it? It's partly. Well, firstly, I don't have a great sense of smell. That that made Man, me ideal for the perfect job. Perfect for the yeah. job. Uh, and secondly, the the actual fatberg doesn't stink of shit. It's sort of got a weird. It's got a sickly. Almost like sweet smell. It, it I, I couldn't place it. Like it doesn't smell like anything else I've ever smelled, and it doesn't. You know, it kind of. It also doesn't look like shit. It's sort of. It's all. It's all basically saponified. It's kind of slowly turning into a kind of rank soap. Um, so there's a business idea. <laughs> Rank soap. Yeah, and you have a rank smell. soap. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Rico. Yeah. Got an interesting How's the going? Well, <laughs> you know. I've actually quit all the presenting because yeah, I'm yeah. just marketing this rank soap. <laughs> <laughs> Here, do you want to try some? <laughs> um, so, yeah, you, uh, very big eye opener. Um, I'm. I don't know. I was an advocate of wet wipes, and and once in a while, I'm, I may use one as a little absolutely, treat. Absolutely fine to use a wet wipe. Just don't flush them. But just don't flush them. Just stick them in the bin, mm. and then you're all right. Do not flush them. I know. Mean, I'd sort of. I was surprised that people were flushing them. To be honest, I just had always assumed that that wasn't really a like straight into the. But then I did talk to a couple of people in a shopping centre, and they were going into some detail about how they, um, how they clean themselves up. And they were definitely going straight down the toilet, <laughs> and I could sort of see why. Yeah, because they're you know they're not just they're doing the whole job with wet wipes; they're not just finishing off. 
Oh wow! So they're using which a is, few which sheets. Which is real. They're using like five or six it's sheets. Quite, quite luxurious. Quite luxury, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Were they uh, quite upper class people? Would you say? Were they? Uh, I would say weirdly no. No. Okay. Um, but they, I mean, one guy said he was going through sort of five packs of wet wipes <laughs> a week. <laughs> I was like, mate, you know. you've got a problem. <laughs> His ass must yeah. be squeaking. This stuff bro. is your fault. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so he's he's the fat bird creator. Yeah. Well, um, there's a question that. That the producer Billy has told me not to ask in, in the year 2019 and he's shaking his head I can tell out the corner of my eyes oh, she just, oh, but, um, he actually looks quite excited <laughs> oh is he, he's quite excited he oh, looks, right, yeah, yeah there's, a, there's, a, there's something okay. in his eyes <laughs> <laughs> I know what's about to come so, like, oh, <laughs> um, so we've asked uh, uh, throughout 2018 we mm-hmm. found out that there were two groups of people that didn't realise that they existed in fact it actually further divided into subsections and groups which we won't get stuck okay, into okay. and one uh, one didn't know the other existed until I asked this question. Now, when you wipe your ass after you take a shit, mm. good shit, think of a good one here. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You've had a good lunch. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you stay seated while you wipe or do you stand up? What the <laughs> Do I stand up? Are you mad? <laughs> Are people doing that? Yeah, man. No. <laughs> no. Yep. But you can't. That doesn't make any... St- no, absolutely, I'm not having it <laughs> because apart from anything else, when I'm when I'm sat, like if I, I've got my legs a little bit apart, so I've got access mm-hmm. access to the anus, uh, and also it, like everything's naturally just spreading out a bit, so my access is nice and clean. I'm in there, as you can see, I'm doing it now. So I'm like, <laughs> and then and then I'm it. right down the gooch, <laughs> and then <laughs> and then st- and then straight down. But I'm standing up. Like my cheeks are getting in the way. <laughs> like I'm having to like what manually part. Yeah. Fuck off. <laughs> not having it. Not having it at all. I I'm, ma- I'm not. I'm not doing it. No. No. I'm glad that you mimed it as you did it because yeah. you kind of showed us the subsection as well. So you go for the for the front. You you went down. Yeah. The do front. you know what? I'm not exclusively front. Uh, and I couldn't really tell you why that is. Like sometimes I will go. I'm just. I guess I'm a maverick. Uh, <laughs> some, Freestyle, isn't it? Some, sometimes I will go. I will go back. But I think normally I am. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely approaching from the front. Cool. But I am a hundred percent sat. What are you doing? Uh, I'm wiping from the back, so I'm, I'm I'm doing the lean. So I'm leaning over. Are you leaning? Getting, yeah, fine. Getting, but getting actually, the, the lean's helping because yeah. that's doing a bit of a part as well. Exactly. So yeah, I respect right? that. Right. Yeah, yeah. Cheeky look. Yeah. Oh, fuck you. Know. Yeah, right, yeah, down. yeah. You Gonna go. need another packet of wet wipes there, please. <laughs> <laughs> One of my five a week. <laughs> um, yeah, Matt Richardson holds his holds his balls up and and tidies up and then and then throws it down. So he, he holds his balls and his cock. Yeah, yeah, do you know what? Out of the way. Do you, are you a- no, so the, the, the beauty of my anatomy is that I've got quite small balls. So they're kind of, they're taking care of themselves. I think that's uh, evolution. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's ha- I mean, you know, what's the use of balls swinging around? Just I get in the way. Yeah. yeah. Hitting the water if you're in America as yeah. well. Then you do. Yeah. Well, that's horrible. Water's just too high over there, but that's a conversation for well, a someone, era. I'll tell you what, what is one of these standing up Animals, uh, what are they doing on a, like a sick Japanese toilet? See, that's that they're wasting the whole, it. Yeah, yeah, they're, what, they're well, just they're standing up. They're fucked. If they're on a Japanese toilet, that and Japanese toilet has the bidet in it, you know, fuck a hair dryer, you know, fuck a little comb comes out and combs your cheeks if you're hairy. It's beautiful. Um, I reckon they're fucked because if they go there and get up and it still tries to do the automated stuff, they're just going to get that's pissing wet. It's going to get the, like the backs of their knees wet <laughs> and, and then dried off. I mean, yeah. Nah, I, can't, I, I honestly, yeah. I'm ge- I'm genuinely disgusted. What would you do if you found out you were in the room with a stander, Billy? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. Yes. You, did you shake like, his hand on the way in? 
well, I'm taking it back. <laughs> what? Hang on. But, but so talk me through it. Are you manually parting? No. So just, how are you accessing? You just stand up and wipe. No, 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 no. That doesn't cut it. You must be. You cannot get the same kind of purchase or access without a manual part. I've never had to part. I'm just. Do you think you would you say that you probably have a slightly dirtier ass than most people as a consequence of this? No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that. No. Well, I would, <laughs> <laughs> and I have. <laughs> I just at least look. For me, at least try doing it sitting down. <laughs> Am I reaching from the front or from the back? You, you decide for yourself. <laughs> but just try it and see how much better it is. Honestly, it's going to be a revelation. I'm, I'm improving your life here. But wait, you should have try you standing met- up. Fuck off. Have you, <laughs> have, you, um, have you ever met anyone else who's in your tribe? Yeah, there's, there's been quite a few guests that have been sat there as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's weird, like we put we've put it out there, and I mean, I feel free to put it out as a as a as a uh, like you know you can do the kind of voting yeah. on your social medias. Put it out there. We've seen like a fifty five forty five split Brexit team. They're out there, bro. I can't believe it. They're out there. It, it could be related to Brexit, actually. Living, yeah, it could living could, among us. Could be li- li- leavers. Yeah, <laughs> leave. Yeah, Were no, you no, leave? no, no, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> I was remain. <laughs> Um, yeah, man. So, uh, wow. yeah, Fat Burger Autopsy. And, uh, mm. yeah, uh, glad that you're part of the sitting gang. But you, yeah. you're part of the subsection. Of, you're the front. Well, you're like, well, we need to find out some code for it. But then I think we might be going too far with that. Front sit gang. Front sit gang. I don't mind front sit gang. Yeah, and I'm a back yeah. sit gang. And yeah. then you're, you're a dirty boy, Billy. Yeah. Filthy. Uh, Absolute filth. What have we got coming up for you? What's what's happening for you? In the um, got some more TV well, so coming out. Writing, um, writing this book... Yeah, yep. that's my yeah. That's definitely got to be my priority for the next nine weeks. Uh, and then, <laughs> in case the publishers yeah, are listening, yeah, 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 yeah. I'll be. I'm going to be hard at work, guys. Don't you worry. <laughs> um, and then I've got a, a thing out on Channel Five at the moment. Or oh, it's on. Weirdly, it's only available online. But then they're going to put it out, so you can kind of binge watch it. Thing called Make or Break. Yeah, that is uh, kind of relationship, like couples show where they go away to an island paradise and then Love try it. and work out whether they should be together or not and you and, fuck with them and I yeah I just take the piss out of them yeah. and it's an excellent Great. job <laughs> yeah, really really good fun um, and so that's yeah that's out of the minute and then we'll go out on channel 5 I think in April yeah. uh, and then I've got a thing coming out on the history channel in uh, middle of March called River Hunters where um, as the name suggests I just go and hunt in rivers for historical artifacts. Um, and it's, I'm going to say, it's surprisingly good because <laughs> if I'm honest, it's not a given, there, is it? It's definitely not a given. I have a not feel- like, oh, absolute <laughs> shoeing, that's going to be. I have, a feeling when, I have a feeling when you got the email from your agent, you, you, yeah. looked, you looked at the fee a couple yeah. of times. Do you know what? Do you know, weirdly, yeah, I wish that had happened. Uh, no, I, I did look at the fee, but not in a good way. Uh, I just thought, fuck it. Um, that's probably that's probably quite good fun, and it genuinely, it genuinely was. It's quite, um, it's quite addictive. Yeah, when you as soon as you find anything good, you're like, right, I'm gonna find me some more. <laughs> and you just keep on just, I don't know, just grubbing it. I literally, I was grubbing around in rivers for eight weeks, and, um, I, and I enjoyed it. And the geezer that you're with, I mean, the fresh, the press shot for this, and we're gonna put this on the social clip. The yeah. geezer you're standing next to in the press photo, he looks like he fucking, he looks like he means business. Who is this guy? <laughs> right, so that he looks guy. like he's ready to go to war. Best, best thing face. about this, <laughs> best thing about this photo is. 
immediate so just out of frame on the left is a, a very beautiful castle mm. uh, and for some reason the photographer has thought mm, i'm gonna get that new build in the back <laughs> for this historical <laughs> show look at that look at that the f- <laughs> we, we legit said to him we're like any interest in the castle mate and he's like no no this is good yeah. and we're like you sure yeah i mean i think he was he might have been looking at, at your, uh, your your co-host face i mean yeah yeah so he's oh. a um he he's called Bo. he's an american man he's uh he's very odd he wouldn't mind me saying that and he loves he loves river hunting so he's got a youtube channel where he just hunts in rivers in the states it's got a million subscribers for river hunt- this is what i love just about the internet yeah yeah you love can, the internet you can this. find groups of people who are into some very odd things and he just yeah he just makes videos just just swimming around in rivers and finding shit and that is what he does and he makes a decent living out of it <laughs> really? um and uh, and yeah so he's just he's come over to the uk and the idea is that basically i'm just holding his hand um and right. saying look this is the kind of thing we have in the uk what do you reckon and he likes it all right so this is really Bo's show and you're just yeah yeah <laughs> facil- yeah, yeah, yeah. Facilitating I'm, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm just i'm just sort of welcoming <laughs> to the country and saying enjoy yourself mate. yeah whatever rick where's the rivers man yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he he really he found the experience i think quite odd because he's used to just you know going out he's quite yeah. a solitary guy like yeah. lives lives on a sort of ranch in 10 acres um goes out and searches in rivers for days on end on his own just with his camera filming stuff and so filming a tv show it's obviously quite a different kind of setup because there's a lot of people around and he found it quite full-on yeah his main complaint was not enough time in the rivers we were in the rivers constantly. I was like, what do you mean not enough time? Like, we've been in here for literally hours. Yesterday, we're in a river for hours. Tomorrow, we're going to be in a river for hours. He's like, yeah, yeah, I just need more time. He's like, he loves it. Boda River Hunter. Yeah. I mean, he's a river hunter by name, so, you know. Yeah, exactly. I mean, he, you know, he, he does what you expect. Got to be um, hunting in those rivers. I mean, I could just imagine a party being there. Like, what, what do you do? I'm a river hunter. Mm. Fuck it. Whoa. Yeah, it's it's got a certain ring, hasn't it? I've not heard him speak yet, but I just feel like he's got a really he, gritty he, American voice. Please tell he, me it's not like a hey, hey guys. No, I'm no, no, no. It, it's what you want. His Fuck and it. his catchphrase <laughs> is before you go. So you, before you go under, he, just, he always he does. He just goes. He goes. Hold your breath. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then I, I laugh hysterically <laughs> but he, I think what was amazing about yeah. it is that is his actual catchphrase uh, and not done with any irony and only over the course of the show has he realised it's funny and uh, sort of playing up to it I bet he says that to Mrs Bo and of course he does of course he does well she says it to him yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, so so yeah River Hunter's coming up yeah. uh, wicked man look forward to that anything else you want to let us know about in the meantime or uh no, I think I think that's it. And then, mm. uh, oh, hang on. Yes, uh, I do a quiz show for the for the BBC, and we've just done uh, a load more of them. And I don't know when they're going to be going out. And we've done some more celebrity specials for Saturday night on BBC One. So they'll be, I guess, out soon-ish. Mm-hmm. But I don't know when. Um, and uh, one thing I can tell you is we had Sean Ryder on, and he is an advert for the effects of living a high life <laughs> he, he, when, we were, when you were filming in the morning uh, you couldn't really get shots because he was he was just asleep fuck absolutely fucked so he, he's <laughs> very a very nice guy absolutely l- fucked lived that party life oh my god 
Yeah, like he would not believe. You know when you look at someone and you're like, fuck it, you've, you've got tales to tell. Yeah. One of those ones, right? Absolutely. Fuck yeah, all right. A couple of more things before I let you get out of here. Go on. Uh, this show's called How to Kill an Hour. We like to ask the guests how they kill time. So when you're not writing about science, you know, hunting rivers, breaking up fatbergs, wiping your ass from the front, uh, yeah. you know, what are you doing? Um, it's implied that you take really long shits or wipe for ages, but you know. But actually, do you know what? That's, it's not bad, is it? Just when you, you realise you've got a bit of time and you can just enjoy yourself. I love taking my time when I'm yeah. having a shit. I think there's nothing great. There's not Like rushing a shit. Right, I don't, that's not cool. No. No, no, cool. no, 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 no. Take, take your time. Enjoy yourself. Yeah, read a book. Um, yeah, actually, so what I do is I play online backgammon. That's my that's my kind of go-to. I've got a bit of time. I just want to like enjoy myself um, in an uncomplicated way. I really love backgammon. So, uh, and sometimes I'll do that during the process as well. Uh, but <laughs> hey. also, like any any time that I'm, I mean, I should be, be a much better answer, but not a truthful answer would be, oh, just read a book. Um, but when I'm when I've just got a bit of time on the on the tube or the bus or whatever, I'm straight onto my <laughs> online backgammon. <laughs> I get through a lot of online backgammon. Well, um, what's that world like out there? Is it is it is it? Uh, you know, um, I mean, is there money to be made, or is it just for fun? Do you know what? I think there is a bit of money to be made. Like I went and played in a international backgammon tournament in Copenhagen um, and there is a bit of money out there there is definitely money because they're all they're an interesting crew the backgammon players because they slightly look down on chess players because chess is uh, I, I don't really play chess um, in fact I just don't play at all uh, and chess is just brute intellect if the geezer is better than you at chess he will beat you every time mm. so <clears throat> it doesn't really appeal to gamblers or risk takers yeah. because there's no it's yeah, not there's, sexy there's, is there's it no not not really whereas backgammon if i played the world number one backgammon player i could beat him in a in in a game just by just by a bit getting a little bit lucky i mean you know he or she would absolutely <clears> own <throat> me over yeah. over a number of games yeah. of course but you can you can take a chunk out of them and that for me is very appealing but it does mean that you get people who uh, yeah, they're, they're effectively they're gamblers. So this this tournament took place in a hotel that had a casino underneath it. And so they'd finish playing and then they'd go straight down to the casino. That's the kind of guys. Like, There's a guy who was the, sort of regarded as the best backgammon player in the world for a while called Falafel. And he uh, he would do stuff Great like, food, great yeah, name. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think actually, truth be told, it's probably a like, slightly racist nickname. Um, but he's gone with it. I think he was just like... He was in New York and he was from the Middle East. Yes, and I went to school where you got all sorts of fucking nicknames. Yeah, so yeah, 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 that, yeah, yeah. Falafel, yeah. Like, you take Falafel, it's you've got to go, do you know what, that's, that's all right. That's when tight. I went to school, that's light. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, <laughs> that's, that's, falafel, that's, yes, please, yeah. yes, please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Call me Falafel. That's, thank you, thank that's you. That's diet racist yeah. Right, yeah, from my school, yeah. <laughs> but he, um, uh, and so he'd, he'd like win, you know, I don't know, 25 grand 50 grand or whatever playing backgammon and then he'd go down lose it all in a casino and then just sleep on the casino floor it's that sort of thing and that, that's that's like at the time the world number one at this game and that's what he's doing and that's how he's living <laughs> rockstar and I, and I, 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 kinda, I like that vibe and so all of these you know the, the tournament's going on and there's prize money at the tournament anyway but then aside from that there's all these little side games and little side hustles that people are having and, so, and, the, and there is a lot of money changing hands um, mm. And I was, if I, I was too, I was too green. I was too nervous to get involved. If I go back again, 
Mm, they take me some money and see what happens. Hey, yeah. Uh, make sure that casino's got comfy carpet as well, just in case. Yeah, yeah. You know take, just I mean? take, take a little pillow. Yeah, yeah. Take some wet wipes. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> um, I'm going to leave you with something else today because um, yeah. I feel like you've left uh, us with the image of of, uh, of many things today, actually. I feel like, yeah. yeah, it's been quite a graphic podcast with regards to the scope of things that you've done mm. as a presenter. But um, The thing I've got really is... Um, <laughs> I'm wondering how Pedro wipes his ass. <laughs> that's going to be my uh, my main. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be I just, a, I just a good Google image search. <laughs> I just I just wouldn't. He's getting, Pedro. I just say fuck it. He's getting hoisted, isn't he? He's uh, going to have to get hoisted. I'm I'm going yeah, to maybe step he's back. an assisted stand up. Because I'm Billy. Th- yeah, he's one of your mum. <laughs> yeah, because I'm thinking beforehand going to the toilet. You like if you're no, ninety five. You know what? He's not going. Ni- yeah, you're yeah. right. You're right. It's all just getting. Just sort of fuck knows. pumped away somehow, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. There's something set up down there. 95, though. Stone. It's too, I mean, it's too much. Oh, yeah. Like, I was doing him a favour. When I said, when I was like 50, I was like, he can't be 50, though, can he? No, he can't. He's double that. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. You must get to a point, though, when you when you sort of tip 50 and you go, all right, let's see how, let's see how far this can go. <laughs> Let's see what I've got. <laughs> let's put a foot to the floor and let's push it to the max. Yeah. Fuck no. He's probably, truth be told, he's probably gutted that he hasn't got to 100. <laughs> That's got to be the target. <laughs> Don't do it, Pe- Pedro. Don't no, do he's it. he's on a diet. Yeah, yeah. He's on a little diet. Slim down to 89. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're looking good, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, hell. Fuck. Pedro, uh, shout out to Pedro, man. Uh, um, he's listening, <laughs> Guinness World Record holder. What a, what a world record to have as well. I mean, it's if, one, if he told it? you he held a world record, you're probably going to guess. I think what so. That it's is. not going to be. Oh, did you? Um, did oh, you, guitar, fastest fingers. Was it bathe in the in, in the beans. Was it bathe in the beans for the longest? <laughs> no, you fucking ate it. <laughs> um, uh, oh, by what the way, it, what were you going uh, to leave, leave me with something? So. Um, you're a guy that's been on the TV, get approached a lot. People must say, oh, yeah, well, I've seen you doing this, seen you doing that. Um, something came up that was quite interesting. I was just having a chat with a couple of my girlfriends about what I was getting up to this week. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. yeah. Might be chatting to Rick on a podcast. Yeah. And uh, one of them went, oh, yeah, which I'm sure you've heard before. Uh-huh. And I went, yeah, his mouth. I mean, what she went, the size of his mouth. Boy, yeah. I've got a big mouth, actually. Yeah. That's exactly what she said. He's got a big mouth. Boy, that's a bit of me. And I was like, I've never heard that before. And then yeah. her friend was like, really? And then she proceeded to, her friend one, proceeded to go on the internet and go, yeah, check this. It's got a picture of you. And the other one went, oh, that's a bit of me. That's a good mouth, that. I've, <laughs> I, I've <laughs> got to say, I've not, I've not heard it. I've not heard it. I mean, I've, I've heard I've got a big mouth before. Yeah. I've never heard it sort of um, build as this is a good thing. I'm just saying that it's doing things out there. It's doing bits out there. Big mouth. I'm happy about that. Yeah. It's not bad, is it? No, in the mind boggles, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, I think on Instagram, if you do things like take a bite of an apple and show how much of an apple you've you've eaten, that yeah. might be a fetish for that. You could have a million followers like Bo just, on YouTube, just ASMR, eating stuff with your big mouth. Just taking taking the whole thing down. <laughs> and what do you reckon? Yeah. <laughs> taking the lot. Taking the whole load. Gagging on an apple. <laughs> like, 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 like. <laughs> if I get enough likes next week, melon. Yeah. Because yeah. I would imagine that that's... Well, I don't know. Uh, no, I suppose... It, yeah, okay. I'm trying to work out why it, why it would be good. I'm thinking more for the fellows. They might be thinking, lovely. <laughs> well... 
I suppose it depends. Yeah. I suppose. Oh yeah, well, it's not just it's not just mouth work though, is it? It's 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 the rest though, isn't it? Really, it's not just size of mouth when it comes. to Oh that. no 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 no! no. <laughs> there's way more. Lot of, there's way lot more factors. Yeah, there's yeah, a lot yeah, of factors, yeah. techniques, and uh, uh, gag reflexes. Um, mm. but How's yours? Yeah, I don't think I don't think I'd be good. Don't no. think I'd be very nah nah nah. I'm the sort of guy that tongue scraping in the morning. Sure, got to be sure, easy sure, with that, sure. mate. Sure, sure. Yeah, I need to get myself. Need to get a tongue scraper actually. It's pretty easy good. for me to say. Yeah. Tongue scraper. There Tongue scraper. You need like a big one, apparently. Like, uh, absolutely, honestly. Yeah, yeah. industrial Ladies. size. Yeah. <laughs> Walk into the chemist. <laughs> What's the I biggest one you've got? Yeah, yeah, one of your biggest tongue scrapers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure that would go down well if you started like, slobbering on the desk. <laughs> what but size yeah. do you think I need for this? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <clears throat> but yeah, no, th- thanks for coming down to Hard Skilling Out. No, that was um, a very... Um, very enjoyable. Yeah. I mean, oh. I've laughed a lot and uh, I've learned a lot. I feel like we've we've learned about each other. I mean, yeah. you've learned about uh, a style of of um, shitting, style of style of cleaning. I suppose, style of, cle- isn't it? Well, style of cleaning. Style I of cleaning mean, I don't think it was very clean, but you know. Oh no, no, dirty yeah. boy! You're a yeah. dirty boy, Billy. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, actually, super quick. We'll squeeze this one in. Yeah, um, on. Did you hear the article about the man that managed to suffocate a mountain lion? I do you know what I saw the headline and couldn't quite bring myself to read it because I felt like I was going to be annoyed that he'd suffocated a mountain lion because it was it that he got attacked he was and then yeah. got it in a headlock and it sure that is impressive but I just I feel bad for the lion I feel very bad for the lion because it was a juvenile lion right so right. he was he was going for a run mm-hmm. I think that's one of the only reasons why he survived mm-hmm. going for a run Canadian fella and he said from the corner of his eye didn't have his headphones in that day mm-hmm. lucky um, and he said he saw the lion growling at him he made himself yeah. big and go mm-hmm. the lion jumped on him the mountain lion and they had a 10 minute fight a ten, 10 minutes of this lion clawing into his back and he said he managed to, to fight it off get a a foot over its neck and choke it out right I read a little bit more around this and that lion weighed 40 pounds that lion weighed like hang on 40 pounds it was a juvenile lion and it managed to attack a fully grown man and I was just of all things I was impressed that this mountain lion could be that weight and I was reading around 40 pounds I was like really 40 pounds could be that weight and attack, attack a man but isn't, hang on, is that a bit like me saying I could choke out my cat? Yeah. <laughs> it takes I've years got le- less and less respect for this guy, actually. <laughs> like, I don't, also, surely at some point the lion is just going to r- run off. Like, why, yeah. why does he need to, uh, um, no, I, I, I don't like, I'm a very, um, I'm very much an animal lover and I disapprove and I'm happy to go on the record of saying this. I disapprove of people choking out lions. We'll edit that. Even and, if they've and been Rick attacked. just said he approves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love animal cruelty. <laughs> Why isn't there more of it? Could you just say I do? Yeah, I do a few times. We'll edit. I do animal cruelty <laughs> to my cat. Um, but yeah, no, cheers for joining us on Article an Hour. Uh, where can our, our listeners find you online? Where are you most active? Where do you feel like you're doing bits? Um, on your on your missus Instagram and. Twitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's really she yeah. does a great job of my yeah. PR for me. Yeah, uh, I well, Twitter at Rick Edwards one. Don't know who got at Rick Edwards. Prick. Still annoys me. Um, and same on Instagram. And that's mm. it. I don't. 
I can't. I'm, I've never quite got my head around Instagram. I think I'm quite bad at it. And you just, just have to let's, accept that. Let's have, a, let's have a quick look. Yeah, it's not. You're not going to be impressed, I don't think. Let's have a quick look. Let's have a. We'll do this, and then it really will be the end of the show because you've been here and we've had a, a, a good old chat. Rick Edwards won. Let's let's give it a squirt. Oh, what if my Parkins run out? Oh shit! That, that that wouldn't be a good end to the episode. Oh, it's your missus. Oh, that's all right. You just oh yeah yeah that, yeah that's that's fine, isn't it? Oh, that's fine. It's nice and nothing nothing to report about. That. Anyway, plenty of ways to kill some time out there. <clears throat> Rick's got to not get a parking ticket because that wouldn't be a good enter today. Thank you for killing some time with us. Uh, make sure you sign up to the newsletter on the website. Howtokillanhour.com forward slash news is where you can get get it. Uh, in the meantime, thank you for killing some time with us. Thank Cheers, you, mate. Appreciate it. I enjoyed that. Cheers, up, bro. Not going to shake your hand, Billy. Obviously, <laughs> sick fuck. <laughs> <laughs> 